My name is Randy Howell, and you're listening to the Faith and Fishing Podcast. Welcome to the Faith and Fishing Podcast. I'm Cam. And I'm Robert. In every episode, we're bringing you faith stories and fishing memories from some amazing members of the fishing community. So join us as we shed a positive light on all things faith and fishing. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Faith and Fishing Podcast. I'm Cam. Hey, and I'm Robert. And we have a fantastic episode for you uh, this week. Uh, I'm excited about about our guest this week. But first, we got a couple housekeeping things. Uh, first, Robert, how are you feeling, man? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm almost back to 100%. So um, all the sign of stuff is pretty much gone. Slight cough every once in a while, but... Man, I tell you what, it's been a rough, uh, a rough couple of weeks, and uh, that sign of stuff is no joke. So I'm glad it's out of here, and uh, you know, just in time for the cold weather. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I am also finally feeling a little bit better too, or a lot better, I should say. Um, I wasn't like completely under the weather, but I just, I could not, I could not lose my breath without like having a. 10 minute coffin spell. So I am, I am back to normal for this time of year. Fall is always rough on my allergies, but I am normal for this time of year. Um, I, I will say uh, the intro reminded me it's, it's funny how in our community, we just meet people in the ran- most random places. Um, uh, just a couple of days ago, I was at the Chinese place, uh, up the road and the guy at the front of the line turned around and I, I looked at him and he looked at me and he goes, it's Cam, right? I was like, Jay. And so uh, Jay yeah. Walton from the Bass Juice, uh, shout out to him. Um, almost didn't recognize him without his oxygen tank. Um, so uh, he is he is doing a lot, lot better. Um, still, still a long road to go, but um, for those of you who have not listened to that episode, make sure you go back and check out that episode with uh, Jay Walton from the Bass Juice and hear his journey with that, with that crazy rare lung disease that he ended up with. But um, yeah, so we've got some exciting news for you this this episode. Uh, so you see me here decked out with my Omnia fishing uh, gear. Uh, that is. Uh, that is in celebration because they have stepped up in a big way for y'all, the listeners. So y'all already know we're getting ready to play an ad that they're going to, that, that uh, we've, we've been telling you on your first order, you get 15% off with code FNF 15. But now you can also continue to use code FNF 10 for all your other purchases and you can get 10% off. So now, um, uh, omniafishing.com uh, use promo code FNF10 get you 10% off of your purchase you can reuse that over and over and over again and then uh, if you have not purchased from Omnia before you can use that code FNF15 and it'll give you that 5% bump so um, excited to uh, to kind of continue our partnership with Omnia and um, excited to see what they have in store. They've got some really cool things coming with uh, premium pro. Um, I finally signed up for it and um, it, it's still a work in progress. There's still some few, some features that are, that are almost there, but man, it's um, it's going to be a really powerful tool whenever it gets finished. It is. And, and honestly, all the tools and the app to me are a bonus because I sign up for the premium just so I can get the free shipping because there's a couple of times I need a couple baits and, you know, I don't want to pay the five or seven dollars of shipping, whatever it is. So, I mean, just being the premium member and getting the free shipping uh, plus with the, you know, F and F10 or F and F15, getting some discounts on that. And, and the free shipping is, I mean, you can't beat it. You know, you order a couple of days, it's at your doorstep. And, you know, the selection there is is one of the best. So, um, yeah, I, I'm uh, always excited to uh, pull up that website and uh, 
and start clicking on some items. So. Absolutely. And uh, Trevor would, would get on us if we did not also mention the ambassador program. I mean, yeah. it's an awesome way to get into this kind of uh, being a brand ambassador. Um, you're, you're just writing fishing reports and you're sharing uh what you were catching them on, how you were catching them on, a, on it. And if another angler purchases something from your, um, from your fishing report, you get credit. Um, you get a, a little commission to be able to spend at Omnia there. So um, it's an awesome, awesome tool there. But um, yeah, I, I am excited to jump into this episode. So um, let's, uh, if you didn't have any other housekeeping things, Robert, let's, nope, I'm good let's, to go. Let's thank a couple sponsors and then we are going to uh, jump into it. A huge selection and crazy fast shipping is already enough to turn heads as an online tackle shop. But Omnia Fishing sets themselves apart with their ambassador program. With Omnia, you can send in fishing reports for your local lakes that recommend baits, structure, tactics, and gear. And when another angler takes your advice and purchases something from your report, you get credit for it to spend at Omnia. The best part means that with Omnia Fishing, you can shop by lake and purchase baits and gear that are proven to work where you're fishing. To get started, go to omniafishing.com and use promo code FNF15 to save 15% on your first order. If a fly rod is your weapon of choice, check out Atollus. Their fly caddy is the most convenient way to get your favorite flies to the water or just keep them handy by clipping it to your hat, truck visor, backpack, rod case, or just whatever. You can also bundle it up with flies from independent fly tires that Atollus has teamed up with through their Fly Light project. Choose from bundles specializing in redfish, carp, saltwater, or freshwater. Head over to atolas.co, that's A-T-O-L-L-A-S dot C-O, to get your fly caddy today and use promo code FAITHINFISH15 to save 15% on your order. That's FAITH the letter N, FISH the number 15 at checkout for 15% off. All right, so y'all already have clicked on this uh, this episode, so you know from the title who our uh, who our guest is going to be. But um, that doesn't stop me from trying to come up with these these introductions for people. But uh, y'all are probably tired of hearing Robert and I talk about the cash and master classes, um, but. Uh, <laughs> But one of the great things about that masterclass was being able to meet people that I'd either had on the podcast before or had been following their careers and in fishing and uh, getting a chance to meet those guys and, and learn from them. But uh, one of the later additions uh, to the, the lineup was Matt Ball. And man, I was so excited whenever I saw that name on the list because that's somebody I've been wanting to meet in person for a long time. Had him on the podcast a while back. Um, uh, everybody, the, the most requested uh, guest I had had at that point, and probably still to this day, the most requested uh, guest that we've ever had. But uh, uh, just getting a chance to meet him in person because uh, uh, we were talking before the the show. Uh, whenever I had him on the podcast the first time, like it was a phone call that I was recording. I couldn't see the person on the other side, so I'm excited to have a conversation with him and actually be able to see his facial expressions. Um, but Matt Ball, welcome back to the show, brother. Hey, thanks. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So if anybody did not catch our first episode with you, or uh, maybe they're in the bass boat side of things, don't know who you are, uh, kind of let us know who Matt Ball is. Well, I, uh, I'm i a kayak fisherman. Uh, <laughs> I've uh, been doing this for probably about eight or nine years now, as far as competitive kayak fishing. Uh, won, a, won a national championship and uh, really been blessed with a lot of opportunities in the sport and uh, got a chance to really, you know, be an ambassador for, for a lot of different uh, companies in the sport. And, uh, and more recently kind of my, my heart 
and my uh, kind of my mission has been to really uh, help focus on uh, uh, the, the fellowship side of the fishing, uh, the uh, Christian fellowship more specifically, but uh, through the through the the sport and uh, kind of building others up and being there as a I don't know someone that uh, someone to turn to if you need uh, you know somebody to talk to pray with you um, been helping with a good friend of mine uh, uh, Cody Prather and uh, we've kind of had this uh, kind of really had a heart to start doing a lot of fellowship meetings at the tournaments and so that's really been something that I put a lot of my focus on in the last few years and uh, it's been a real blessing. So uh, yeah, I fish, fish all the series, local series, Hobie series, KBF, uh, bass series, and uh, going to be fishing the adventure series this uh, coming year with uh, that uh, Drew Gregory is uh, starting up. So I'm excited about all that and uh, going to be running going to be running and reaching out to a lot of people in the sport that uh to to help lead uh, and kind of build the fisherman's fellowship uh uh ministry throughout the sport because uh, it's definitely something that uh that i believe in cody believes in um and it's something that we need to you know uh, really focus i feel like focus our time on give back to the blessings that we've been given by having a chance to do a lot of this stuff. So absolutely. That's, that's what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> repping, repping some companies and that I believe in and, uh, traveling, fishing and, uh, enjoying life. Absolutely. So, um, if, if I am not, uh, if I'm if I'm not misspeaking, you uh, you have a full time job other than fishing, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a I'm a maintenance coordinator for a, a company used to be used to be Dupont. Now it's a company called Selenies. But uh, yeah, I'm I work Monday through Friday as a maintenance coordinator, coordinating all the maintenance for. Uh, the, the plant that I, I work at that that section of the plant so so how and, uh, do you balance that travel schedule with with having a family and with having that kind of job like what what does that look like well it it's looked different over the the last it's it looks different every year um, you know the the when I first started competitively fishing i was still working at that company but i was a i was a shift worker i worked shift work so you know that gave me week-long breaks at a time where i could fish and travel you know during the week and and that kind of stuff so it worked out really well for a long time uh but it got to the point where you know you're not off a lot of the weekends so you were burning a lot of time off for weekends uh, to travel to tournaments, it, it was nice for pre-fishing and, you know, just fun fishing and getting content for, for stuff by being able to fish all week, you know, or during the week a lot, but, uh, it really, uh, started to take a hat, uh, play havoc on, you know, your vacation time with, uh, um, having to take vacation for, you know, tournaments. And, uh, so I, I kind of transferred into a, a maintenance day, day role and that's helped. Uh, but, uh, really the, the biggest thing for me, I've had to learn how to be content, <laughs> uh, at this point in my career with maybe not finishing, uh, maybe not spending the amount of time pre-fishing, uh, that I would, that I would like to, uh, and focusing more of my time on just really being there for the fellowship, uh, being there to enjoy it, uh, and being there to just try to make as many tournaments as I can and, and still 
try not to be away from home as much as possible, it, which brings a lot of travel, late night travel, uh, you know, leaving after work on a Thursday, driving all night, trying to get on the water a little bit on a Friday. Uh, usually we run the fisherman fellowship meetings, uh, you know, the night before the tournament. So, you know, that kind of pulls you off the water even a little earlier to prep for that. For me, I like to, you know, know what I'm going to kind of prep or prep what I want to talk about. And, uh, really it's, it's, it's a sacrifice that I feels worth it, uh, to really be there for my family, not put too much focus on the tournament side of it and really try to be as big a part of this sport with, and, and still balance it. it it's not easy. Um, this year particularly was probably the most challenging year I've ever had in this sport. Uh, I had two of my kids got married this year, uh, this summer. So, you know, prepping for that, being off for that, uh, focusing on that, you know, missing out on a lot of, a lot of stuff, fishing tournaments and events that I, you know, knew a hundred percent weren't, weren't important and, uh, you know, wasn't as important as what I was doing, you know, at home. So, and it, and it never really is. It's just something that, uh, took a lot of that tournament time away. Uh, so you got to be ready to be content with that. You know, you, I think if it's something, if you, you put your mind to it and you think, okay, well, it all goes back to something that I like to talk about a lot in my, 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 uh, my fellowship meetings. And that's, that's identity. Uh, I don't find my identity in this sport. You know, I find my identity through Christ and, and I think doing that and then focusing on faith and then family and then my career, either DuPont or, or selling or fishing, whatever that is, keeping those straight has to be the priority. And it is so easy to want to put one of those other things first. Uh, and that's, it's tough, but I think that's something that has helped me be able to do this and stay sane. Um, uh, it is tiring. I mean, I'm, I'm tired all the time. <laughs> uh, but and to answer a little bit more your question, the other thing is I'm very blessed. I've been with this company that I'm with for uh, 28 years now. So I've got quite a bit of time off, you know, at my disposal. Uh, and I try to make sure I'm not using all that time off for, for fishing. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm blessed with a job that allows me to do that kind of thing. For sure. Probably just rambled a whole lot there. I, I just realized, but I don't know if that answered your question. Or not. Oh, don't worry about rambling, man. They, they don't, they don't click on the podcast episode to listen to me or Robert talk. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, every time we have a, uh, like a topical episode where it's just me and Robert, I, and I, and I, and I say that at the beginning of the episode, I just imagine the listeners are being like, nope. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they, they're here to, to hear, um, what y'all have to say. And that's why we have y'all on the podcast is because y'all have good things to say. So, um, but I, I wanted to talk about your, your fellowship meetings. Um, so, uh, what all goes into the fellowship meetings? When do they take place? Um, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, how are they run? I, uh, is, it, is it always either you or, or Cody that run them or um, so kind of, kind of give us yeah. a little bit on that. So um, we have been, we work with all the tournament directors of the events that we, we do these with. Uh, we kind of try to pick a time that we feel like we're going to not take away from the angler's time on the water and try to make it to where it's convenient for as many people to be there as possible. And and I feel like that's that's been a key. You know, we tried at one point, you know, doing them during the week earlier. Uh, you would have people that would still do them, but 
you know, let's face it. There's a lot of people at these tournaments. They've traveled a long way, and and their goal is to do well in these tournaments. So they wanna they wanna spend as much time on the water, prepping their gear, all that stuff. So what we've been trying to, and it's worked fairly well, is doing them just before the captains' meetings. Uh, maybe try about you know forty five minutes to an hour before uh, we set up, and uh, you know we put out a post you know, the couple of days before, and then also, you know, the day of to kind of remind everybody, Hey, fisherman's fellowship meeting is going to be, you know, at the, at this event, uh, you know, everybody's welcome. Uh, what, what I try to do, and I think what Cody's been doing and, and I'll get into who all has been leading them and it's no, it's not just me and Cody. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, uh, I usually something for me, what I, what I do with these meetings is I sit around for weeks at a time, kind of thinking about what I'm going to talk about. I kind of think I know what I'm going to talk about. And then something on the water that day will hit me and I'll be like, okay, that's what we'll talk about. You know, something, something touches me or something, you know, hits me or, or there's a something, you know, some kind of an exchange with another angler that I, that makes me think of something or, you know, that that's kind of the Lord puts those messages. I don't know how many times I've sat and stressed about what I'm going to talk about, not really knowing exactly what. And then when it's time, I don't even talk about what I'm, what I thought I was going to, cause it's, you know, he really leads these meetings if we allow him. So, uh, but no, um, so that we usually try to, you know, just, it's just, just time to talk. We'll give a little bit of a message, kind of what's on our heart, what's on my heart or whoever's leading it. And then kind of open it up to just talk. Um, and generally that always kind of ties what we're doing as an angler into that message, but it may not have anything to do with that at that time. It might be something that's in our personal lives that we, you know, that people open up and share about, but, you know, and it's, uh, it's really special. I think it's brought, it's brought us closer together. Um, got a lot of, see a lot more people coming to them that, that I think are, uh, realizing that it's, it's open to everyone, you know, don't, don't be a, you know, we're all, we're all welcome. Uh, but yeah, myself, I've led, uh, I try to lead them if I'm there. Uh, but of course, like I say, with, with a real job and family and commitments with, with that. And I can't travel everywhere. You know, uh, we try to, I've kind of taken the role, you know, Cody's, Cody's really went heavy and uh, does an incredible job. Him and his wife, Sarah on the, on the website with daily content and that kind of stuff. And I've kind of tried to take the reins as somebody that's organizing who's going to talk, getting things set up for the tournaments. Um, um, and this coming year, uh, I will say this, you know, I'm going to be reaching out to, uh, a lot of people, you know, to say, Hey, are you going to be at these events? Anybody feel led to want to lead one of these? You know, I want to organize it to where, you know, everybody's got a story. Everybody's got something to share. And, uh, I think it's really neat when you give somebody that opportunity, I think it helps them grow. Uh, Jackson Orr's been uh, led one. Uh, Guillermo Gonzalez has led quite a few of them. Uh, Joe McElroy, um, Marty Hughes has has led some. Um, trying to think, I don't want to forget anybody. I know Mike Elsie has has offered. I think he's going to do some this coming year. Um, and of course, Cody when he's there, uh, and myself. Uh, you know, there's, there's been multiple people that, that have, you know, said, man, if I would do one, so I'm going to call on those people this coming year, you know, cause I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do as many of them as I can, but I want to try to have them. We want to, our goal is to have them at every event, someone leading one of these at every event. Um, that's just kind of what we want to do. Um, and I'll be kind of setting up that throughout the year. Once all the schedules are out, you know, Bass and Hobie, KBF, Adventure Series. Um, and then I've also been talking, you know, like I've talked to local club people. If, you know, if you want to have one, 
have one. You know, we'd love to share that you're having one. We'll help promote that through the Fisherman's Fellowship page. Um, it's nothing that has to be form- formatted. It's it's not a formula. It's not a it's not a it's not a church service. It's not a it's not a prayer meeting. It's just people sitting and sitting down and talking about what God has been doing in their lives and how God has touched them through this sport. And it's and it and the message usually leads itself that way. Awesome. Yeah, I uh I've been there before myself. I, I do uh uh whenever I was uh whenever I was working as a youth pastor I did a lot of the uh I wait until the very last minute to figure out what I'm going to be talking about. And then uh, I have no idea what I'm going to start talking about and I open my mouth and God starts speaking. And I'm just like, I knew we had my back. <laughs> yeah. I think we're called to prepare. We're called to be ready, but he's going to put the words in our mouths. If we're genuine about what we're doing, you know, if, if we're doing it for him, um, not for our own glory. If we're doing it for him, there's nothing to worry about. Uh, but like, like in anything in life, we've got to put the work in to prepare, you know, and, and be in prayer and, you know, think about what we want to talk about. You know, I don't think it's, it's right to go in, you know, and I've, I've done that. I've done it before. Completely focused on the tournament, you know, head down, trying to pre-fish fish as late as I can on the day before the day of the event of the fisherman's fellowship and jump in the truck and try to get to the the meeting and literally get out of the truck and not have thought one bit about um, what I want to talk about. I don't like to do that. I don't feel like that's given him the glory that he needs for me to do that. So for sure. you know, I've kind of made it a point, uh, I'll prepare as much as I can and I'll let him tell me what to talk about when it gets to be the time, you know, but I'll have something, Absolutely. Uh, but it, it works out that way. And I think it does. What's really crazy. Cody and I have done them together before and him and I have literally said, Hey, what do you want to talk about? I'm not sure yet. And we get there and we're both ended up talking on the same type of subject. It's, it's crazy how that happens. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's one thing. I'll go back to one thing you talked about, about your identity and, you know, who you are. And I I think it was Andy Morgan. I saw a video when he was, um, he was talking about the same thing. And, and I think it was after a win and, you know, how that win affected him. And, and he just, he said almost the, the same thing. It was, you know, hey, my identity is, you know, just spread the word and to reach as many people as I can. And this fishing thing is just gravy on top. And, uh, you know, I, I think about that a lot, even it was kind of funny when you brought that up, because that's one thing I've really tried to focus on. And <clears throat> I think in the world we live in with, with social media and everybody's posting pictures of my you know, that their new car that they have, or, you know, you see the best of everybody, you see what they Mm -hmm. want you to see. And, um, you know, to go chasing after, um, you know, false idols and, and material things. And instead of, you know, identifying as somebody who's spreading the word and, you know, doing the things um, that you're doing, you know, I just wish, I wish there was a way to get more people along that same line of thinking, because I think it brings such peace and comfort to your own self that, you know, really once you start thinking like that, it's, it's amazing how things start falling into place and your whole self-confidence goes up and um, it just in that thought process, it's, it's pretty cool once you start going down that road. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's 
I can tell you that it's easy. It's very easy to, to not be content. Um, we all know that we're never, you know, that's our human nature is not to be content. Um, and I've talked about this before. And as a matter of fact, I, <laughs> this is the way the Lord works. So actually on Wednesday nights, uh, I teach, uh, the young, uh, Sunday school at a, a church on, on Wednesday nights, uh, twice a month or once, once or twice a month. There's a bunch of us that do it, a bunch of guys. And we take the fourth, fifth, and sixth grade boys. Uh, and then, so it's just kind of like a, a little men's group, <laughs> little boy men's group. And uh, the lesson that that we had tonight was on contentment. Um, and it's crazy how even teaching, you know, grade school kids, uh, the Lord teaches you through that kind of thing. You know, I've learned more. Sometimes I've, I've had more lessons from teaching Bible stories to young, young kids because it's, it, it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, and, and that's what's the beauty about youth ministry and not even youth ministry, but young, young adult, you know, young ministry, not even, uh, you know, pre-K or before high school, uh, because it, it can be so simple, but we're just talking about contentment. And I think that's something that we are so quick to not be content because of social media, because of just our human nature, you know, you're on the water, you're, you're going to the, you're going to, if I'm just going to talk about the tournament side of it right now, but you know, you're, you're going to fish in these tournaments and you're looking at somebody that's able to spend way more time on the water way more time away from home because of their situation and they've got success. They're getting, they're having success because of that and the work that they're putting in. It's easy to get down on yourself and down on your, your performance on your, on your life, on your gear, on your, whatever you name it. You just put it in that line. I, I am not happy with, this um we've got to learn to be more content um instead of chasing other people's dreams you know i mean i think we the the lord puts us on this earth to have goals and and dreams and goals but he also gives us certain things in our life that are blessings that we forget about really quickly you know you don't have to have the same thing that everybody else has, you know, it's, uh, most of the guys that are fishing any of these events from the top of the leaderboard all the way to the bottom have a lot of blessings in their lives to be able to actually be out there doing it that at that moment, just because, you know, <laughs> if you're there for the win, we're all there to win. We, we all want to win that that's human nature but you've got to be content with what happens as long as you're putting the work in, you know, you can't just go to them and say, I'm just going to go and I'm not going to prep. I'm not going to get ready. You know, I feel like that's also part of our, our duty as a Christian is to always be prepared in anything we do and try to give our best in everything we do. Once you do that, you've got to learn to be content with whatever the outcome is because it is in his plan. When he wants you to be on the top of the leaderboard, he's going to put you on the top of the leaderboard. But there's been way more lessons learned in my life when I wasn't on the top of the leaderboard than I was when it's top. Because when you're on the top, everything looks great. But when, when you're struggling, when you're, when you're not even getting a limit in a tournament, Satan's coming in your mind saying, you're not good enough. You're not, you're not worthy to be doing this. You're not this. You're not that. That's that's where Satan likes to attack us. He can also attack us on the top of the leaderboard because then we want to sit there and say, I did this. This is me. You know, this is my the Lord wants us to have glory in what we do. But he also wants us to keep our heads level in what we're doing. So I don't know. It's it's a it's a delicate balance. But social media is the worst thing that ever happened. Uh, but it's a necessary evil for what we do. 
uh, I don't want to call it necessary evil. It can be used for good, but it is yes. so, so skewed in the way that it's presented in the majority of the situations that it's used. You know, like you said, we only see the good. Uh, right. There's a whole lot of bad out there. And there's a, and, and I think people can really use their shortcomings and failures to glorify God. And it's just, uh, you gotta, you gotta still praise him in the, <laughs> praise him in the valley as well as in the top, you know? So. Yeah, absolutely. And to kind of bring it back full circle with the contentment thing and the identity thing, you know, whenever you have your identity as, you know, if, if, if your identity is you're an angler, um, whenever you're not doing well in the water, that's whenever you can't be content because mm-hmm. now it's like, I am an angler, but I can't catch fish. So what am yeah. I? Um, and whenever you have your identity as an angler and you find yourself on top of the leaderboard, like you were saying, it's, I did that and look at, look at how awesome I am and stuff. But whenever you have your identity in Christ, um, it's, I think about the the disciple John. Um, mm-hmm. I used to think that guy was the most arrogant person in the entire Bible because he he could have said me or I or John. Instead, he said the disciple that Jesus loved, the one that yeah. Jesus loved. And I'm like, dude, this dude's high on himself. Yeah. But then I I I, I was at I think it was a, a 10th Avenue North concert, and he was like, you know, he could have been the disciple that Jesus trusted so much that he entrusted his mother with him whenever he was on the cross or the disciple that did this or the disciple that did this, the disciple that did this. Cause John had a lot of accolades. Yeah. Um, and he was, he, he was a, like a very worthy person to call himself a lot of things, but he completely defined himself as loved by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so Whenever we whenever we find our identity in Christ, we can be content with with what's going on because who I am is not shaken by the fact that I'm not catching fish the way I should. Who I am is not shaken by the fact that um, by the fact that things are not going quite the way I want them to, or the person in front of me is not driving fast enough, or <laughs> the or I got laid off from my job, or whatever. Whenever you have your identity in Christ, you know, you, you are still loved by Jesus and you are still, um, you are still defined in that way rather than now I'm not living up to my, to my definition of myself. So, um, and going back to the social media thing, you know, whenever you identify yourself or define yourself as like, or whenever you're comparing yourself, like, and you, you find your identity in the person who's trying to live up to this person, this influencer, this, um, this whatever, you know, uh, like Robert said, what you're seeing is their highlight film. Like you're not seeing the whole game. You're not seeing their turnovers and their, and their, um, you're not seeing their foul trouble and stuff. You're only seeing the five plays where they dunked on somebody. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Just, exactly. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, didn't uh, didn't mean to kind of. I I did the rambling that time, but <laughs> no, I love it. It's perfect. That's that's what I like about this. This is awesome. Yeah. I, not where I was expecting the conversation to go, but I'm, I'm all for it. Um, but yeah, so in terms of like on the personal side for you, um, kind of since, since you were last on the podcast, uh, we've kind of talked a little bit about your fishing journey, but, uh, and it's, it's hard to try to separate them with you because your, your fishing journey and your faith journey are so intertwined, but, how have things been going with your faith journey since we last had you on? Uh, it's been good. Um, I mean, I think there's always times when we struggle, when we we doubt our faith, we doubt our you know our dedication, whatever. Uh, but I think it's it's something that we've just got to 
for me, um, I think it's, I've just got to stay in, stay in it. I can't, I can't stray, uh, from being away. It, it's, it's like, uh, it's like what, what you put in is what you're getting out, you know? Um, you know, if I, I'll get on, I'll get on spurts of, of being on social media and just browsing the, the, all the fishing content and seeing what everybody else is able to do right now. Just like what we just talked about and, you know, and be skipping over the, the posts that are, you know, from praise and worship music and, you know, you know, really scripture stuff that's out there. And you're like, yeah, I know that. And then you just keep going on. You keep saying, well, look what they're doing or look, look where they're fishing this week or, well, they're not at work this week. They're, you know, they didn't have to go to work this week. They're out fishing. You know, that's where Satan can, you know, start, you know, and, and I struggle with that. I do. Cause I love this sport. I love being out there on the water. Uh, but I know that's, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Um, so the things that I'm talking about right now that I've talked about tonight, identity, commitment, those are the things I struggle with. I always do, you know, so I'm not talking about things that just other people are dealing with. I'm talking about the things that I deal with, you know, I deal with those. Uh, that's my, that's my thing that I, I deal with all the time, you know, so, uh, but the Lord's good. He, you know, if you, if you, if you let him in, He's going to take care of those things, but he will push. We have free will. You know, we can, we can, you can stray from him and not want to listen to, to his word and, and his reasoning that we have in our lives. And when we do that, we start getting worldly advice and that's the worldly advice is what brings us down, you know? Um, and that's inherently, you know, specifically this time of the year, most of the championships are over, you know, there's still the Hobie championship coming up. Uh, but everything else is pretty much finished out for the year. So what are we doing? We're sitting online. We're comparing our seasons with everybody else. You know, we're, we're, we're all looking at how, where did I stack up? Well, that's where you can start bringing yourself down. Uh, and that's, that's a trap that I have, I knows there. And it's a, it's a trap that I've found that every year around this time, idle, idle hands, you know, whatever that word is, <laughs> you start digging into things that are just bringing you down. Uh, you know, didn't do well enough, not good enough, not content with what you've done. You start self-doubt and you start self-loathing. You start doing whatever. Um, and then you talk, you get to thinking, you know, how many people would just have a, love to have the opportunity to have enough time in their life to actually go fishing. And here we are complaining about, well, I didn't win the whatever. So, you know, that's, that's my faith. My faith is strong. Uh, my, my, my spiritual life is strong. You know, I've got a great, uh, a great church family. I've got a great men's group that I'm a part of and we kind of keep everybody in check. And, and, and I think that's something you've, that this is, this is okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go off on a tangent here, but so many people, <laughs> myself included in the past have said this, you know, I can be a Christian. I can be, you know, I believe in God. I, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm saved. I don't need to go to church. I don't need to be a part of a community. I can worship him alone while I'm out on the water. And yes, you can, you can hundred percent be a saved man, woman, whatever that believes in God has accepted him as your Lord and savior. Where that church, where that community, where that fellowship comes in is in times where you need others. You know, we need other people. We're not only there for those people are not, are not only there for us. We are called to be there for other people. And I think that's a key is when things are, you know, we're so, we're so in, and you know, I am so swamped with being around people so much 
throughout the year during the tournament season and all of a sudden it's it stops right now and uh and i think you realize that you need other people to keep yourself in spiritual check and you know that's where having a church family having a a, a small group having a, a spouse which i have an incredible spouse that we we talk about you know our faith and we 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 pray together we talk to you know about you know where we're at and you know things that are bothering us you've got to have other people to do that with and you know uh so yes you can be a you can be a, a christian you can be saved and never go to set foot in a church but man you're missing out on a lot of encouragement that you can get there you know you got to find the right fit for you you've got to find that but so for me this is a time of the year that i really dig into those those type of things because i have more time uh you know i'm teaching on wednesdays sometimes i'm you know tuesdays we i have a men's group i, I meet at uh you know sundays from morning till evening you know my, my wife's director of children's ministry at, at our church so you know, our, our life revolves around the church on Sundays uh, and usually on Saturdays or we're doing something there. So being in that, um, just like just like being in fishing, you and you immerse yourself in the fishing culture, you get better uh, and you learn from others. Same way with our faith. You've got to be around. You want to put yourself around those people. You, you know, if you want to be a better fisherman. You want to hang around and fish with, you know, soak everything up from those better fishermen that you can find. It's the same way with our faith and finding those people. Um, and there's quite a few people that I, I look to for that. You know, Cody Prather's one of them. Him and I, uh, Steve, Steve Owen, you know, we talk. Uh, we have these conversations. And, and, you know, there's just a lot of there's a really a lot of really good people that uh that helps keep you in line in your faith uh and you're there to do that for them too so for the next few months you know that's that's a lot of what i'm i'm focusing on you know getting into the my local community church and my home church and being more involved in it than i am during the tournament season you know uh so that's where i'm at yeah, and I'll touch on a couple of things that, <clears throat> you know, it was very well said. And I think being a part of a church and being part of a small group, community group, um, the one thing that I think I benefit the most and other people can benefit the most is especially men, because you can sit there and tournament fish beside somebody, but you're not going to. Most of the time, you're not going to open up to that person. You're not going to you're not going to do or say the things you say when you're in a community group and you know those people and you find out that those men are struggling with some of the same struggles mm -hmm. that you are. And that's the one benefit of surrounding yourself and immersing yourself in in the church and around those men's groups and, and community groups is you hear the struggles and people open up a lot more when it is a setting of four couples or mm -hmm. it is seven men that go out to have breakfast on a Tuesday morning, you know, mm -hmm. over and over and you build those relationships. And, you know, that is such a support to know that you're not the only one that is struggling with these struggles and to be able to open up and tell somebody else about that um, is where a lot of people would miss out on that. So that's the one thing you didn't bring up, but I know just from, just from hearing you talk that that's, that's a key factor um, mm -hmm. in that. So. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, this conversation ended up um, in a completely different place than I expected it to go, but I, I have, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but I want to make sure that we're respectful of, of your time, Matt. So let's, uh, let's dive into the, what's your favorite segment. Um, okay. And uh, we've got, like I said, a new, new set of what's your favorite questions for you. And we will dive into those right after this. 
If finesse fishing is your comfort zone, something you want to learn better this year, or just something you like to tie on as a Hail Mary pass, Jade's Jigs has everything you need and more, and it's all eco-friendly and lead-free. With an awesome selection of baits and colors, they've got a variety of techniques covered for you. Finesse jigs, underspins, Nico weights, Ned rigs, and more are all waiting for you at jaysjigs.com. And while you're there, use promo code FNF10 for 10% off your purchase. That's jaysjigs.com and promo code FNF10 for 10% off. Mr. B Lure Company is making high-quality handcrafted lures and has been for 30 years, right here in the U.S. Using all-metal components, owner and gamakatsu hooks, and silicone or frog hair skirts, Mr. B is pumping out some awesome spinner baits, jigs, buzz baits, underspins, and more, including some of the most unique bladed jigs on the market. To fill up your tackle box, go to MrBLureCompany.com, that's MrBLureCompany.com, and use promo code FAITHINFISHINPOD1X10 at checkout to save 10% on your first order. That's FAITH the letter N, FISH the letter N, P-O-D, so Faith and Fishing Pod, just like our Instagram handle, 1X10. All right, Robert, you want to get us started? Uh, yeah. So, uh, favorite character from the Bible? Well, Jesus, obviously. (laughs) 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 But uh, aside from Jesus, I never thought about that. Um, see, that's why you didn't send me these in advance, so I'd had to think about it. <laughs> I think I think uh, I don't think anybody's ever said Jesus, so I thought that was a great answer. I, I think that's the first. Obviously, uh, <laughs> you are the first. Uh, yeah, that's the first time ever so anybody's ever said Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Awesome. So your favorite Bible translation. I'm kind of fond of the new international version just because it dumps it down for my dumb self. So, you know, kind of makes it simpler. You know, I'm not a big word kind of guy. So, yeah, I'm, I, I, I find myself on my Bible app. That's the one I've got it set to. So, uh, All right. What about the the Bible I carry with me is the New King James Version, but on the Bible app, it's NIV. So, right. What about your favorite book of the Bible? Matthew. It's named after now. Uh, I'm going to say. And there's just so many good things. Probably, you know, I do enjoy. I know this sounds weird, but I love reading Revelations just because it's 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 full of wonder. Uh, it's full of mystery and wonder that that I just it's just. It makes me th- one think what it's going to be like, you know, and and just try to picture in my own brain, which I know we can't, what it's going to be like. Uh, but yeah, that 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 interests me a lot. So I mean, I really I enjoy reading it and kind of digging into it. I'm not by any means someone that's a uh, you know in times. Uh, I don't know what you would call it, but. It does interest me. So, yeah. okay, I love re- I love I love the mystery and the the way that Revelations makes you think. Okay, for sure. All right, you, your favorite time of day to fish? Well, it depends on the season, uh, but this time of the year, it's midday because uh, it's it's crap in the morning and evening in my opinion but uh um in the in the summer 
evening and in the spring, you know, uh, really morning, you, you can't beat the morning bite. Uh, but, uh, if I had to pick my favorite time, there's nothing like that morning bite and the sun coming up and it's just, and you, you, you know, then you've got, the, you've got all day in front of you, you know, you can, you know, uh, it, the only bad part about the evening bite is loading up afterwards yeah. in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> what about your favorite lure color? If, if I'm being honest in like soft plastics, I, I have gotten this, I've gotten into the habit of throwing a, uh, the Z-Man, uh, uh, mud bug color a lot um i think it's just a it's got some browns it's got some copper in it it's got some it's just a really good all around kind of my green pumpkin you know go to uh but that's probably the one of the colors i uh either that or uh um i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with mud bug in a in soft plastic as far as a chatterbait or anything like that man i'm i'm a sucker for bluegill uh anything bluegill I, I i throw it all the time i get i don't care what time of the year it is i'm a uh, chatterbait i'm i'm probably th- starting out with a bluegill with gold blade or something like that so solid pick solid pick yeah. so, um there are not many questions that we ask on the faith and vision podcast that I'm going to judge you for your answer, but this is one of them. Your favorite pizza topping. Pepperoni. Solid, solid choice. Very safe. Very solid. I, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll go farther in that. I'm a farm boy. Grew up on a farm. I don't eat a lot of stuff. I'm a meat and taters kind of guy. If but I if you if you said I love pizza, pizza is probably my favorite food in the world. But it better just have meat on it. It it better not have. You better not drag that through the garden, or I'm not going to eat it. You know, I don't want I don't want a salad on my pizza. I want meat. You know, meat lovers is is my is is the way to go. You know, but my man. If you bring a if you bring a pepperoni pizza out there and throw some mushrooms and peppers on it, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna eat it. It's disgusting. You done ruined it. <laughs> I hear you. What about your uh, favorite TV show of all time? You can only pick one. Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I love it. Very nice. Very nice. Solid picks all the way around. Um, so uh, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping things up, man. Um, what is coming up next for Matt Ball? Uh, next for me is next week. I'll be heading to uh, – I, I, I am not fishing the, the Hobie TOC. Uh, did not – I missed it by a couple spots. Uh this year with everything going on, I didn't make it first year. I've not made the TOC, but I think it was uh, meant to be because my daughter is a senior this year uh, and she is the field commander for the marching band at our high school. And they're going to the bands of America competition in Indianapolis at the Lucas oil stadium for bands of America. And I'm going to be one of the chaperones for the band. Uh, I'm leaving next Wednesday going there uh going with the band and looking very much forward to you know seeing my daughter for her last time on the field and uh just making memories with her throughout the whole year really i mean everything this is my last one and she's going to college after this year so uh then all my wife and i will be empty nesters and i'm not sure what that's going to feel like but i'm not looking forward to it um right now uh, between now and then I'm going to be bow hunting. I'm spending a lot of time chasing those things, you know, uh, that's, that's my other big love. Uh, spend a lot of time in the, in the trees. Uh, but then, uh, 
for sure, a hundred percent. I will, I will be, I've, I'm going to the Bassmaster kayak series championship and, uh, that 10 killer that's for sure. Uh, and I'm sure I'll fish a couple more tournaments, you know, Southern tournaments in February when I can. And looking forward to the holidays, time with my family, and uh, got two new daughter-in-laws this year. It's just, just an exciting time in my family. We've been blessed. Absolutely. And I uh, want to give you an open floor to thank sponsors uh, and give shout-outs to supporters. Anybody yeah. you want to say thank you to, go for it, man. Yeah, hundred percent. So I want to, I want to, you know, some of the bread and butter for me that's been with me from the start. Uh, fishing online uh, is a fishing company that you know, online fishing tackle that has been with me from day one. Uh, great company, great online uh, ordering. They, they're just they're family to me. Uh, they've been supporting me for a long time. Jackson Kayak been with them since. I had that. I had Jackson kayaks before I won the national championship, and I've been with them ever since. Uh, they've been, uh, you know, make great kayaks. Uh, Torquedo, uh, been a big part of me. Uh, uh, Yak Attack, uh, Cashin. Uh, I've been with another rod company uh, for a, for a long time, and. Man, I just really felt led to to be a part of uh, a company that you know I've been following Cashin uh, on social media, and they're not ashamed to be uh, showing their faith in all their advertising and and you know anything that they do. I just felt and I, it led me to purchase some of their rods over the years, and I've been like, man, I want to be a part of that. And uh, so this year, I I, I switched over to Cashin and. One uh, an incredible decision. Um, uh, NRS uh, been a big part of that for a long time. Um, Z-Man Fishing Products, and uh, I'm sure I'm missing something else. But just really, most of the companies that I'm that I've mentioned have been something I've been with for a long time. So. Uh, and they've stuck with me for a long time and they've supported me and I've got a great relationship with them and they're, uh, amazing companies. Check them out. And Fisherman's Fellowship, uh, it, you know, get out there, get on the website, follow them on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, really that's this winter. I would really like to start putting some, uh, Cody and I have talked about doing more, uh, you know, messages to put out on that. So I'm hoping to start taking the time to sit down in front of the camera and just doing kind of what we just did, but, you know, a short message that we can put out there on the Fisherman's Fellowship to, to share. So to anybody. Sure. And uh, go ahead and throw out that website and, uh, and social media plugs for Fish- Fisherman's Fellowship and for you. Uh, where can where can listeners find you? Where can uh, Fisherman's Fellowship find- on Facebook? Um, just type on Fisherman's Fellowship, uh, and then uh, and then on Instagram, it's. Uh, I'm trying to think. I can't remember. I think it's FF. Anyway. Um, I'm not sure on Instagram what to tell you, but for me, just look, just look for Matt Ball. On uh, I don't have a fancy Matt Ball fishing. Matt, on YouTube, it's Matt Ball Outdoors, but I'm pretty weak on my YouTube content. I'm just too busy. Uh, someday that might be something I start focusing on, but uh, right now there's just not enough time in the day. But I do have some stuff. I'll put some stuff out there on YouTube, but uh, mostly all my content's going to be on Instagram. It's uh, Mball T Ball at uh, in ball T ball on Instagram and uh, Matt ball on uh, Facebook. Just if you look for Matt ball on Facebook and you see somebody holding a fish, that's, that's me. Awesome. Well, <laughs> Matt, thank you so much for coming back on the show, man. I have absolutely enjoyed this one. Um, I love it whenever God takes over a, uh, a conversation like this. So um, I, 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 uh, was excited to have you on and I'm excited to, uh, to get this episode out there for everybody to hear. Awesome. 
Well, thank you guys for everything. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we are going to uh, thank a couple more uh, sponsors and then we are going to wrap this thing up. Get Outdoors Pedal and Paddle is one of the largest canoe, kayak, and cycling retailers in the southeast with a huge selection of kayaks, canoes, bikes, and all the accessories needed to experience paddling and cycling comfortably and safely. Get Outdoors helps to expand and educate the paddling community through their free demos held on local lakes in the Greensboro, North Carolina area and through in-store clinics and on-the-water courses and demos. And we'll even get your new boat rigged up for kayak fishing for you. Stop by the shop in Greensboro, North Carolina, or check out shopgetoutdoors.com to be wowed by their selection. Few things ruin your day on the water as bad as losing gear. But with the retrieval devices for fishing rods, action cams, bow fishing bows, and more from Save Your Outdoors, you don't have to let dropping your stuff ruin your day because you can get it back. The pressure-sensitive filter keeps water from rain and quick dips in the water out, but it lets water in when your gear goes overboard to release a float attached to your gear by 60 feet of line so you can get it back. Go to SaveYourOutdoors.com to learn more and try some for yourself and use promo code FNFP15 to save 15% on your order. That's S-A-V-U-R-Outdoors.com and promo code FNFP15. All right. Um, that is gonna that's gonna kind of close this one out, Robert. What do you think, man? Heck yeah, man! Great episode. Uh, enjoy the conversation, and uh, you know, it doesn't get much better than that. Absolutely. Well, you want to close us out in prayer this time, man? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, dear Lord in heaven, uh, thank you for this day. Uh, thank you for allowing us to uh, talk about our faith and talk about you spread your word uh please let this uh, touch whoever's listening uh, wherever they may be at uh, hopefully it uh it helps whoever needs to be helped and uh, thank you for allowing us this time uh, please uh put your hand on the uh, uh matt and cody's uh, uh fish and fellowship um please uh guide them and uh, let that touch as many anglers and as many people as possible. And please forgive us of our sins. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. That's going to do it for this episode, y'all. Y'all take care and God bless. All right. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Faith and Fishing podcast. Faith and Fishing is produced and hosted by Cam Steele and Robert Randolph and is sponsored by Savior Outdoors, Jay's Jigs, Get Outdoors Pedal and Paddle, Mr. B. Lure Company, Atolas and Omnia Fishing. Don't forget to join the Facebook community, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever app you're listening on. That's going to do it for this episode. Y'all take care and God bless.